I don't want to focus too much on the negatives, but what are the signs that a public relations firm is starting to struggle? Um, well, I think if you look at how you can tell an agency is thriving, um, it's with its people. So great, happy people in a really buzzy environment. And I think conversely, it's the same when an agency is starting to struggle. I think the signs you see in your people and in your culture, um, and you see that culture starting to crack. Um, for me, the key is as a senior person, you have to stay, however senior you get, you have to have the right processes in place so that you can you can get the information you need to get the early warning signs. Um, but I think if you had to drill it down to one, it would be starting to see the tensions within your teams and um, just it being a less happy place to be. Okay, great. Uh, I was going to say, how does that manifest itself? Does that manifest itself in people leaving, um, appraisal results, or, or just, just a cultural feeling of tension and unhappiness? I think people people leaving is 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 when it starts to get really serious. I think the early warning sign is is a is is a, almost a sixth sense of the culture just not being right and some okay. tensions in terms of teamwork and collaboration. Okay. I also think over over a long period of time, what can happen is um, you you see senior management turnover. Okay. Um, and I think once you start to see senior management turnover, um, that's mm. the best indication that a company is starting to uh, um, be on the downturn. Okay. Historically, or looking around the sector, when PR agencies have needed to turn themselves around in terms of business performance, it's meant investing in newer, hopefully better people and hoping they win the necessary new business quickly enough. Is that what Harvard did? And, and how did you turn the, the, the fortunes of Harvard around? Yeah, I mean, people are definitely the key part of an agency. It's, uh, it's what you trade on. Um, uh, when Certainly when I arrived and Ellie arrived, um, we, uh, we, within three months, we'd lost 50% of people and uh, about 50% of our clients. Um, and the first thing we did was put in a new management team. Um, so Ellie came in to look after all of our B2B clients. Um, and another chap called Pete Marcus came in to run our consumer clients. I just um, confirmed, and from, when, when was this? Just so we're, we're uh, this was in... That was, uh, 2000, that was June 2011. Fine, sorry. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't give the impression that this was in, in particularly recent times. Yeah, cool. No, June, yeah. June 2011, so six years ago now. Um, and... Uh, um, once you've done that, it becomes about, right, while we're working out our proposition, what we're going to be known for, what we're going to be great at, um, let's just, and our big mantra was, let's just make sure we don't lose any clients because we don't love them enough. Right. Get your st- agency structures and account management uh, in place really, really quickly. When a, when a company's had a big external change of senior people, um, you tend to find that you've got junior people holding client relationships together. And what you need to do is make sure every client um, has a senior person at the helm so that you start to do the right job for those clients. And from there, you can really build. So that's kind of the first stage of the turnaround. After that, it's about really, really working out what your proposition is. How are you going to do the best job for the clients you've got and the clients you want to attract. And for us, that was always about um, our specialism in tech. 
for 10 years, lots of clients after the dot-com busted, lots of agencies after the dot-com busted, spend a lot of time getting out of tech. And we decided, let's make that our expertise, let's make that core value for all our people and really make it our business to understand how our clients operate, the, the customers they're trying to sell to, and that's where we can sort of start to add value. And then after that, you can kind of get more sophisticated. Okay. And presumably, I don't know whether it's an advantage you had or a disadvantage, but you, you must have acquired the support from your parent company, Chime, to do this, and I suppose clients as well. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the, the financial growth that we've had has all been, has all been revenue-based, but what, what was exciting for, for certainly myself and Louis joining Chime is, is how much it encourages and embraces entrepreneurship. So actually the opportunity to join a company and to, to lead a company that was its own brand, has its own ambitions and has its own culture, but with, but with, a, with a group as exciting as Chime behind it was, was a brilliant opportunity for us. So we as a as a as a as a comms agency can stay very true to what we deliver and what our specialisms are but if we want to do something or we or part of our campaign is setting fire to the thames for instance we don't have to pretend we know how to do that because someone in the chime group um will have will have already done it um, and they will be able to partner with us so we have all these all these exciting agencies to pull from um but 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 they also embrace the fact that we're a very individual agency with our own culture. And that's hugely exciting, not just for us, but for everyone, everyone in the team. Okay. And of course, they've always really, really supported us in terms of growth of people. So they've never, they've said, they've never said no to a new hire. Right. Um, as we've grown people, like last year, we had 16 new people. So um, they've always very supportive of that. But, you know, it's, you've got to have the right strategy in place and know where you're going um, and have the revenue to back that up, which is a really good discipline as well. Okay. And in the last 18 months, two years, you've, you've grown the business significantly. Uh, in a sense now, you've got a new challenge, haven't you? you? You've done the turnaround bit. You now presume you want to continue this growth, um, which is potentially, well, pr- probably equally as difficult, is it? What, what, what happens next? What's the, does that strategy you've had now, now move on to something different? Um, not, not, not hugely different. Uh, okay. I mean, last year was a real standout year for us in terms of you know, our growth. Our revenue grew by 44% and our profit by 57%. Um, um, about 18 months ago, we put a strategy in place. Uh, we all read a book called Good to Great by Jim Collins, which I would recommend to anybody. And we put a long-term vision in place, which is around, was a, which is around being the audience engagement expert for technology globally. And we realized after 18 months, but that's probably where we've had the breakthrough in the last kind of year and the big growth last year. Um, we've re, re-looked at that strategy. Our vision hasn't changed, but the action plan around it has, um, which is great to know that our vision that we put, put in place about 18 months ago as we were growing into mid-size is, is still stands. But I guess there's two areas for us now. So we, we added demand gen, insight and engagement and, and creative services uh, um, over the last year. Um, and those teams now, when you put them together with digital, it's about 22 people. So we've, we've almost got uh, another uh, agency emerging within Harvard, which is our marketing services business. Um, so that will definitely keep us busy for the next uh, 18 months to two years as we, as we grow that out to the, to the size of the PR business. So uh, we definitely think there's some great growth there, but also a great opportunity to service clients. We always talk about this idea around uh, fame, which is the reputational issues that clients have and how we make them more famous or fix a reputational challenge. And then 
we, 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 so that's fame. And then we look at fortune, which is, well, how do we turn some of that fame into sales? Um, and we think that's a massive, massive opportunity, uh, which we've only just got started on. Um, okay. uh, and I think that's where we'll see growth. The, the second place we'll see growth is probably international, um, where we will um, look to have a presence on the, in the US, where we have lots of clients that would like to go over there and get what they, we give them here, and lots of clients that come over to us who then say, actually, you, you, you give us a better service here than we get from our U.S. agency. So um, that's another area which we'll probably look at in the next, uh, in the next um, 12 months. Great stuff, Ellie. Louis, that sounds exciting times there. Um, I think we'll leave it. Um, thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much.